Welcome to Go For Side Effects. I'm your host, Kevin Simon. Today, you all know my co-host, John. Hey, Ron. And I'm not going to say what I wanted to say. And we got <laughs> we got a special guest, <laughs> Teresa Perret, who is a Desert Storm veteran that is an Army, but I'm going to let her tell a little bit about herself. And Teresa, why don't you go ahead and tell the guest and all that a little bit about when you went in and all that stuff. Um, okay. I, I went in, in October of 89 and I got out in October of 92. So I signed up for three years and I did my basic training at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And I did my MOS training for, uh, communications, uh, slash encryption slash wire dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, in Augusta, Georgia, and then I was um, deployed overseas to um, Europe, uh, Germany, to be specific, Erlangen, Germany. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what it's close to, but (laughs) Um, and um, but I know you can take the train everywhere. (laughs) Oh, over there? You can take the train everywhere? Oh, yeah. yeah. How the hell did y'all get stationed in Germany? I, I picked Italy. They put my little butt on Guam. I didn't say ass. I said there, ain't, there ain't no boat. There ain't no boats there, Chief. So you can't, you know, I mean. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, and you got to pay. You got to pay a, I forgot what their their money's called over there. A gill well, uh, or something. You got to pay it. You got to pay a quarter to use the bathroom. What? <laughs> You got to pay well, a quarter to use the really, damn bathroom. You were in some really raunchy places. I was <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was in Germany, and then um, I was with the 1st Armored Division, 2nd Brigade, uh, 47th uh, Forward Combat Support Battalion. We had medics uh, in our unit, uh, Charlie Company, uh Bravo Company was mostly um, mechanics, and then I was in Alpha Company, which is combo and supply unit, uh, you know, uh, supplies, and then the whole base that I was stationed on uh, had the, of course, like I said, it was an armored unit, so, you know, the uh, we mainly participated in the ground war, in the Gulf War, um, and I guess it was General Franks that was in charge at that time of Seventh Corps. I don't know about everybody else, but um, and uh, yeah, we uh, you know went. And you to, had a yeehaw good time, right? Oh yeah, it was yeehaw. Yeah, uh, that's that's an Oklahoma thing. It's got to be. It's got to be. Okay, Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> okay, so here's my question: Whenever you were over in, yeah. during Desert Storm, uh, where were you at over there? Oh shit! Um, well, it, yeah, um, it was funny because like I don't remember a lot of the names, but um, I remember getting there on Christmas Day, and for all you girls out there. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys, but um, okay. <laughs> um, 
I, I remember it distinctly because, um, you know, it was that woman thing came about right when I got there. And, and I remember, like, to go to the restroom, and there was... <laughs> So um, there was like some Saudi Arabian guy there and he was trying to point me to where these, uh, I guess it's a latrine that they, <laughs> it was my first introduction to a latrine, like a outdoor one. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is cool. And, uh, <laughs> and so we were, <laughs> we were in Saudi Arabia uh, first. Um, I want to say, I don't know why the name Riyadh comes to to, to mind, but um, it just does. But I, I just can't remember exactly the names and stuff. But um, and then <laughs> the I remember the the nice showers outside uh, the <laughs> ice cold yeah. shower. See, I wasn't expecting the desert to be cold. <laughs> but it was right yeah it was freezing cold it at night. was freezing cold yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're even on the water there were some cold nights but <laughs> let's don't say it was like cold i mean <laughs> hell y'all live up north freaking ice is up there it didn't ice in when freaking we, sand when we dug our foxholes okay and we used to have to do perimeter guard um you know everybody had to take turns so and like three people will be walking one way three people another way and then um you probably got about a couple hours of sleep a night and then um but i'm telling you it we even with mop gear with your uniform on it was freezing cold because we had to get up at like three o'clock in the morning and go sit in our you know foxholes <laughs> until the sun came up and so everybody was like huddled together <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and some people, I mean, the, no, literally, we had NBC people, uh, uh, which for all you people who don't know what that is, uh, nuclear, biological, chemical, whatever uh, specialists or people that dealt with that stuff. But um, we uh, we would all huddle in our boxes trying to stay warm and stay awake. <laughs> And, uh, you know, um, and I had a cool commander. His name was Captain Jordan. Don't know if he's still here. But um, I just remember he, uh, it was me and two other girls. Um, some, I don't know if they were like Bedouins or what, but they were coming towards our our camp or whatever you're going to call it, our perimeter. And it was funny because we would, we had just got there. And we were digging uh, foxholes and filling up sandbags. And I just remember the captain, I come, I was like, what is up with this? Like, he called me and this other girl named Garcia and another uh, girl named Baker. And he's like, okay, everybody spread out. And, <laughs> and then he was like, okay, lock and load your weapons. I was like, what the heck is going on? And then there was these two people coming towards our our perimeter or whatever and I was like please lord I don't have to shoot anybody today and um because I really don't know what I'm doing and um <laughs> and uh but it turns out uh, a armored vehicle came from the opposite direction 
uh, and stopped them. So, but I was like, why are you calling a bunch of girls? <laughs> yeah, go out there and frisk them. Y'all go frisk them. Yeah. Y'all go fresco. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm in the dark. Whoa. Yeah, like how? Where? I, you know, it's like Central Time. It's only like 7 p.m. Where'd you pick the darkest spot in the city, or what? I know it's 8 over here. I don't know where to go. Where there's some light. Uh, let me walk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a walking. A walking. Uh, okay, so when y'all being in the army out there, did y'all build sand castles? <laughs> Uh, uh, is that a, yeah. are, Come really on! Just ask that Don't look. She's about to answer yes. She's about to say yes. We did, weren't you? <laughs> no, you know what? That would have been diamond. That would have what? Okay. And sand over there is not like this. I said that would have been a cool idea <laughs> if my mind wasn't on other things. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah, sand over there, as you know, I don't know, well, if you ever got out there on the sand, but uh, the sand over there, I'm pretty sure you could probably build a sand castle, but the sand over there was a little bit different than the sand over here on the beach. <laughs> we, I don't know. We did. We got to take Land Rovers. and Oh, you did? Yeah, and take I'm just saying, you know, it's a Navy thing, man. We get a little bit of privilege. After the war, we got the, uh -huh. we were like, got offered to take Saint and go ride camels. And oh, really? Are you shitting me? No, oh, man. You I mean, hey, I got three square meals a day, slept in a rack. No, I get that. And I, I got to ride that, a camel. You're telling me you went out. You went out and you rode camels or on Land Rovers what? after the fact. And, and, and then got to ride on Land Rovers and go sand duning. Are you sure you didn't go on vacation? <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. And we got to go to this hotel. It was the only place we what? could go to drink beer. And so we oh would go there. Gosh. Oh, at one point they offered us to go. Uh, they were like, yeah, yeah, anybody want to go skiing behind a boat? Uh -huh. I'm like. Not see, in them damn waters. Hell no. See, I don't get it, Teresa. He'll bring up these stories after the fact. And I'm like, the whole time I was there, I, uh, I don't, the only fun I had was getting on the damn plane leaving. You know, right? I, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. I completely missed the boat. On, no, that's funny. Yeah, missed exactly. The boat. You definitely <laughs> missed, the, missed the boat. <laughs> so, so what, what kind of horse shit happened to you, Teresa, after the, after the fact when you're over there? Did you, you got some, uh, did you have some, like, obviously it's, it's, some unpleasantries going well, on in your life? Well, time out. It's not horse shit. Uh, what, what kind of camel shit happened to you over there? Camel shit? Uh, well, I didn't see, I didn't see any camels, but, um, well, like I said, our main function, <laughs> um, I just remember my commander saying one night, he was like, Tonight, we're going to drop more bombs on Iraq than we did in Germany in all of World War II. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, like when the air campaign started, of course, you know, you could hear the, I mean, you could feel the ground kind of shaking a little bit. And <laughs> I saw a few missiles in the desert. Um but mostly, we were driving a lot. We were in a convoy a lot, and 
we went from when the when the ground war started we uh drove and drove and drove and i remember my my roommate uh her name was tiffany marlin hope she doesn't mind me saying her name if she sees this hey tiffany <laughs> but um she was driving we were driving a deuce and a half and uh we got stuck out there and but luckily there was like a three rows of of a convoys you know so somebody was bound to find us so but we got kind of nervous and then um but some guys came and you know got us out of it and then um but I just remember driving a lot and or I was either driving or a passenger but um and then in the middle of the night when the oh my god I, I was in an armored unit and I can't even remember the Bradley tanks or whatever they were yeah. Um, or, or M1, A1, Abrams, I don't know. But um, they would run over the wire. And so they would wake us up in the middle of the night to go, you know, looking for the, you know, cut in the wire or whatever. So we'd have to go splice it and fix it and whatever and work on radios and fix, you know, the radios and the vehicles and stuff. And, um, but uh really the worst part was um I just remember the old wildfires and like it would be like it would be like nine o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning and it would look like it does now, like out here, but worse, only darker and the sun would be like, you know, just a little dot, you know. And then um the bad part was uh, we took turns, me and three, it was two other girls, and we had to do the, oh, my God, it was so disgusting. We had to do, um, you know, the burnt, the burning of, you know, waste and all that stuff. And I just remember it was just so gross because, like, we had to pull pour uh, diesel fuel on, on it or, like, we had to empty two buckets into one bucket and then like that's literal the shit was splatter on you Ooh. and um then you had to throw a match in it and of course it's gonna you know make it you know a little explosion or whatever and then we had to sit there and stir <laughs> I feel like a wicked witch I was like over here stirring some brew you know and um and then with the oil well fires in the background, that didn't help. And being in mop four or whatever, mop gear all the time. And uh, so it was really sickening. And um, that part just, it, it really made me sick. And then, of course, they made us take those uh, nerve agent pills. And a lot of people didn't want to take them. But, um, you know, uh, you know, you do as you're told or whatever. But, um. Yeah. And, and that caused. I have a I question. Have a, I have a question yeah. for you. I don't mean to interrupt you, but that comes to one of the questions yeah. that we have here: is uh, the scrotal mm -hmm. bed on here asked? Was there burn pits during Desert Storm on the ground, or just oil rigs? There was burn pits, especially where you were, but that was burning the feces and burning all kinds of crap. Correct. Right. Yeah. Whatever you could, the body put out. <laughs> oh, that is That's disgusting. Yeah, like blood, urine, uh, feces, vomit, 
whatever you get. That's a whole new, that, that brings a whole new definition to the word burn pit. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah right. it, it, we had to, we had yeah. to do it. So, so what, what kind of, what, what were the, some of the ill effects that you felt after, well, probably even while you were in country there, Teresa, what, what, what kind of, how did, you know, what were your first symptoms? Um, well, it's sad because see, I, I have three grown boys and when I got out of the military, um, even when they were babies, um, my first son was born, he had like a cyst on his neck and then he had almost like a third nipple. I mean, I know that's kind of common, you know, but he, he didn't even look, I mean, he was a beautiful baby, but he, and he's developed, you know, fine and everything, but, uh, versus my other, he was right out of, out of the Gulf. Like I, I was four months pregnant when I left the army. I, I had four months left to go and I was four months pregnant when I got out. And, um, and he weighed 7.5 pounds. He was, you know, everything was cool. And, um, but I just, I mean, he's a good looking kid. There's nothing, I mean, that I know of nothing wrong with him. I mean, he went to Afghanistan. Uh, he was a combat medic and he was in air assault school and I'm proud of him, but he didn't like my other two boys are tall, you know, one's six, four, one's, you know, six, two They're, I mean, but Zachary, my oldest, he just something, there's certain, you know, I, I don't want to say anything bad because he's a good looking kid, but I just noticed, you know, some little slight, you know, things that weren't right. But, um, but, how about, um, how about, how about you personally? Oh, me. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a lot of stomach problems. Um, in fact, before I talk to you gentlemen, I have my little cocktail. It's Mucinex. Uh, I mean, not Mucinex. That's for uh, my my lungs. Um, <laughs> Miralax. They start with an M. And um, because I can't go to the bathroom right, you know, like my stomach is all jacked up. And so I have to take that. And I mean, we're just being real here. Um, it's like intermittent, you know, constipation, diarrhea, you know, just, you know, constantly, it's never been normal, like since. And then, and then I have, um, I mean, I practically, you know, and a lot of people don't understand. And I've lost family members over this. I've lost, you know, not really f true friends. I still have that, you know, but the people that weren't really my friend to begin with. Like, I don't know if it's a jealousy thing or if it's a, you know, what it is, but, you know, they, because the Gulf War wasn't a long war, um, you know, they just assume like, oh, uh, you know, what could have possibly happened over there, you know, but it, it, the thing they don't get is that it, it wasn't, a, you know, long drawn out war, but it was a it was a biological, chemical, environmental nightmare. Amen. You know? Yeah. Right. Amen. And, I agree with that 100% right there. And that you yeah. said it perfectly more than anybody could say. And I mm -hmm. just want to answer one thing that Thunder Hayes mm -hmm. has, has said on here. He never mm -hmm. thought about going back to get rating, his rating increase. 
until, you know, until things got worse. And that's a problem with a lot of Desert Storm vets is a lot of them are even a Gulf War veteran that's been out there, dealt with that. None of them go in there and, and do the ratings or they try to do it themselves. Guys, get a VSO officer. And that's what yeah. I want to talk to you. Have you been to, to, to the VA and do you deal with them and what's going on with them? Yeah, I was very fortunate because um, I, you know, it was not just the Gulf War, but I mean, I ha I went through a horrible divorce and and it's really sad because I hope my kids see this because, um, you know, when they were little, um, I, I mean, even, I mean, even after I came back from the Gulf, I noticed that I was tired all the time, like, if you let me, like, I could sleep for days and not, you know, like, it wouldn't be, and I'd wake up and I'll still be tired. Like, I have no energy, you know, um, it's weird. Like, my, it's, I almost, I'm like, is my, is my body, like, processing my food or, you know, like, is it that or is it, you know, what is going on, you know, and because I have no, no, even if I eat, if I take vitamins, I mean, hell, I could probably do a bag of cocaine or something, and I'd probably still be tired. <laughs> tired, right. It, it, but, but that's just it. That's the one thing about it. A, a lot mm -hmm. of the veterans need to understand that get your B12 checked and, and your vitamin D. That's, uh -huh. what, that's what we're low on. That's what we keep losing, but they can't mm -hmm. figure out why. Yeah, because I started taking – I read an article on chronic fatigue – and see, my I had backlash from my children, um, but also I didn't have a very, uh, my husband, you know, he was a great soldier, but he wasn't, you know, the greatest of husbands. Sorry to say that, brother, but you weren't. But um, anyway, um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he uh, you know, my kids, uh, you know, they live, you know, in different states now, they're, I got one that's almost 30, one that's 26, one, they're two years apart, one that's 24, and they were like, mom, all you did when we were little is, you know, you slept, and, you know, you slept all the time, like, I'm, you know, they played baseball, you know, they'd want to play with me, you know, and I was just real, like, even when they were born, like, I didn't want to hold them, you know, like, I was like, ooh, what is this? You know, like, wash them off. <laughs> and, but maybe a lot of women do that. But, but no, I, I mean, I just felt like this disconnect from them. Like, it was really weird. And, but they always razzed me because they were like, mom, you never play with us. You're always sleeping, you know. Were, um, and were, so, were you, were you able to, uh, I, I, you don't need to say what, but are, are you uh, um, are you service connected for for being in the Gulf? Okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry. They, I I uh, like a, I I got off sidetrack. Sorry. No, but, you're uh, fine. Um, no, no, you it, no. Wait, 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 wait. You did not get <laughs> off sidetrack because yeah. this is what kids need to hear. Exactly yeah, what you're hurt, talking it about. It yeah, does. it hurts bad. It, I mean, yeah. Because Family members do not understand what mm -hmm. they put inside of our body. So let me tell them what they put inside of our body. They mm -hmm. put tainted anthrax shots, 
PTAB. Not FDA approved. That's right. And <laughs> and, and they knew until they, 2015. They, that's right. They knew that they were. They didn't just put one. They put up to three to five inside of our body. PTABs. <laughs> then then they yanked them away. I mean, they put so much shit into our bodies along with the oil wells. They put sarin gas was put on top of us. Mustard gas was put on top of us. So for your kids to listen to this, your mother's not the only one that went through that. No. Okay, now you can keep going ahead. I just wanted to point that out. No, I I ended up, um, because I couldn't, you know, um, I was out in California where he's from, and, um, you know, I won't get into all that personal stuff, but um, he, uh, because it's not related, but he you know he did his thing and I ended up uh pretty much you know I was out there by myself no family members no friends no you know moral support nothing so and it was kind of expensive for me to live out there and I was trying to work like two and three jobs and I just I couldn't you know I couldn't do it and then um they you know, he kind of made it difficult for me. So, um, I ended up like letting my boys go with their dad and I, I was going to go to Oklahoma where, where my father was, he was a Vietnam vet and he was, he served two tours in Vietnam and he was wounded and he got two purple hearts and he was exposed to Agent Orange, which is funny because they bring that up with the Gulf War. Um, and I don't know if it's true that we were exposed to any of that or not. But um, I've heard, you know, bits and pieces of, you know, they bring, you know, different articles bringing that up. And I'm thinking what, you know, I don't know. But um, he ended up uh, two months after I got there. Um, he got diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer, excuse me, and they said it was, you know, um, due to his exposure to Agent Orange, and so he passed away, and I had nowhere to go, and it was 2008, and it was, there was an ice storm in Oklahoma, and so I ended up, I was homeless for like a year, and then, um, that was horrible. And then, um, I, uh, I ended up, uh, at the VA, um, through going to another hospital and they're like, are you a veteran? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to send you to the VA. And I was scared to death. I was like, no, you're not, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and you know, cause I just, you know, I didn't know about it. And, um, but I went to the VA in Muskogee and, um, and I met, I mean, this woman is incredible. My doctor, she's a forensic psychiatrist or psychologist. And, um, if it wasn't for her, I mean, I was like near death cause I was so skinny. I mean, I wasn't eating. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have anywhere to go. It was, it was horrific. And then, um, and uh, she basically, like, she's, I mean, if it wasn't for her, like, she saved my life, really. And, um, and that's great. And, yeah. And they, they did a, they, they did a bunch of, you know, uh, 
like psychological I'm sorry guys no you're they fine. Did a, you're fine they did a bunch of you know psychological tests and um uh blood work and I remember they I remember they fed me like I used to I would eat like two or three meals like I would you know they'd have leftovers and I'd be like I want it you know oh, yeah. and um and so they took really good care of me and uh like I said my doctor um she's just uh phenomenal and um but then yeah they got you know while I was there because I was there quite a while and and I was in and out of there um, because, um, um, they determined, you know, that I had PTSD and then the, uh, and then I got ready, uh, for chronic fatigue and then, uh, neurological, like my short-term memory, you can forget it. No, um, yeah. for, you know, the, yeah, the, those PB pills. And, um, and then, uh, just a lot of, like I said, mostly stomach problems and the chronic fatigue, PTSD. And then I, every once in a while, I mean, I used to have, uh, I started having seizures, but, um, those have like dwindled. It, it, that could have been because I've been taking clonazepam for anxiety for many years um, cause I went to the VA, I think it was in 2008 or 2009 and they put me on, uh, clonazepam. They put me on, uh, antidepressant, um, you know, which made me gain weight and, um. Hey, Teresa, are you, uh, the area you're in right now or it's awfully dark, which is fine, but you, I mean, are you in an okay place? Oh yeah, it's safe. <laughs> okay, I just yeah, it's dark on our at least we're working. I want to make sure you're yeah because I'm off. just telling you right now if your phone drops gets taken we're calling nine one one and the only thing I can say is Muskogee, Muskogee. Yeah. <laughs> no, say Fort, say Fort Myers. <laughs> no, but do not apologize ever for being emotional. How long yeah. have me and you been texting each other? For a while it, now. For a, a while now, yeah. It's taken mm. you forever to come on the program because mm. you've been shy about it. Yeah. But, but no, you have a family in us. I mean, you know, yeah. you can always reach out and say, hey, little ass. Sorry, John, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I need to talk, you, you know. But but it, it is hard. It, it is hard. I mean, my, my son... And me and my ex-wife divorced and you know my ex-wife stayed in the air force and moved around i know what it's like to be apart from the kids but i also know what it feels like to be left out of you you, you know le left out i like when i got out when i went i was a wreck i was a total mess whenever i got home the the tired part didn't start hitting me until about 2011 to 2012. But they mm -hmm. found out my, you know, it took them 10 years to figure out it what caused my B12 
to leave my body. I don't know why. They should have done the endoscopy and colonoscopy right off the bat. Well, it's it's weird because I know the VA means well, I think, but uh, <laughs> for the you know our lovely you know United States government, but um, you know it just seems to be a pattern where you know they we have these you know uh, conflicts or wars or whatever, and then they don't come out until like years later till people are like halfway dead and say hey you know if you have this or you have that you know you know contact us or you know blah 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 you know and they don't realize like some things don't manifest you know right away some things do you know right um right i mean you go look at the p tabs man you ought to see the side effects on them. I mean, constipation, diarrhea, nerve damage, more nerve damage, extra nerve damage, head fog, more nerve damage, eyesight loss, nerve damage, nerve damage. I'm like, what the kind of crap? I mean, the list is a mile long. And now, I, I still have some. I sent you a picture. Yes. I Yes, we're going to actually have some. We're actually, John sends me a picture, and I need to give it to the producer and have him put it up there one day. And I mean, it's like how John came across that damn picture. How many, <laughs> how many pictures did you take out there? So here's, I was to my surprise. So my wife had, she would send me cameras, you know, and I would just take pictures and send them back home. And I, I have basically zero memory of any of these pictures that I've taken. You know, uh, Teresa mentioned uh, the burning of the 50-gallon drums of uh, human feces that we utilize, and you had to stir up it. And you're right, it's disgusting. But, mm -hmm. you know, I got pictures of that, and I was like, wow. I don't remember. I mean, I kind of sort of remember. Took, it's not hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Two seconds. <laughs> you took a picture of a burning barrel <laughs> of shit. It no, not I just a, want that I, to be known right now. All right, John, everybody listen to me. John no, just no, no, said, no, no, no. John no, no, just no, no. said, he took a picture no, of poop. No, I did not. <laughs> I have a picture. It's a distant picture and it's not on fire. I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember taking, I don't remember taking any of these damn pictures. You know, clearly I had it to, the, the camera to some of the fellas I was with and said, take some pictures. Because I'm telling you, I'm going through it, taking pictures of pictures, and I'm like, I don't remember any of these. Navy but, yeah, one? Navy one? On these <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you know, I mean, we all like to cook, you know, but that's, oh. <laughs> that's not on the menu. <laughs> Jeez, thanks, I mean, Teresa. That really brings it. Yeah, that's I don't, that is the funniest crap I've ever heard. I, I didn't mean to, no pun intended, but that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Right there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're like, no, but It's funny because, you know, like, when you're sitting there stirring it, like, I don't know if you know. Wait, hold time. on, wait, hold on. Y'all, you, like, you're telling me you stirred shit. I yeah. did. Oh, my God. I keep, did. Keep, keep, keep going, keep going. Keep I going. did. I have a patch that says shit stir on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was the last one, I think. I I was, I got, you know, I, 
Yeah, I had to do. I had to do it. It's disgusting, oh. and yes, but oh my god. Well, no, I mean, the thing of it is, is that it wouldn't be so bad, but you know, it wasn't like you know making stew or something. But <laughs> oh, like wow. you know, look at you that know, lump. <laughs> but the thing of it is, is no respirators, no gloves, oh, and no, no, and then you could just imagine. Okay, this these are all chemicals, and then you know human waste and then your backdrop is oil well fires and then um you know they say that stuff you know you're breathing that smoke that diesel fuel and and whatever everybody you know had for lunch that day or dinner and mm-hmm. you know you're stirring it up you know hunger. and then um it, it produces you know dioxins or you know cancer causing um, you know, we're not cooking spaghetti at home here. We're, you know, <laughs> we're like, <laughs> you know. Oh. <laughs> that's, I'm not that's eating wonderful. dinner tonight, everybody. <laughs> see the see the wonderful thing us grunts got at some of us grunts. Well, and I, I'm guessing, you know, I'm actually I'm a little well, I shouldn't say a little surprised because you were at the first AD. You know, most of you got well. So I mean, you got to take a crap somewhere, right? Piss somewhere, right? And it's not like you walked into your local latrine. Well, that was your latrine. If you were right. fortunate enough to have those, and, I, yeah. and that sounds disgusting, that just being said, but I mean, you but know. I, I'm glad we can laugh about it. But it is, I'm, I'm glad y'all yeah. can laugh about it because we had <laughs> toilet seats, and our we, did, we had toilet seats. We actually had toilet seats. Yeah, yeah. No, on top had- of a barrel. No, it's on top of what well, we weren't that bad. We weren't literally we were we weren't we weren't. We had we cut a whole piece of plywood and sat our ass down on right. a, a, that's a not a toilet seat. That's <laughs> but, a, but we had a we actually had a physical toilet seat. That's there. a redneck toilet seat. That's what I would <laughs> no, use out in the woods. Toilet seat. But that yeah, is not it was a like regular three, toilet seat. It was like three circles cut out and you had to like you know, squat over this this circle, and then underneath you is a bucket. At least where I was at, and then so there was three of those, and then whoever got the awesome duty of you know <laughs> of uh you know burning the the it stuff. Sounds like y'all a... two had that duty quite a bit. <laughs> no, yeah. I had it once. Once, um, once was too much. But I had it Teresa, once. how many times did you have that duty? I had to do it. It was weird because um, oh, I want I want you to answer the question: How many times? I didn't I didn't count. Um, oh, holy it, crap! <laughs> There's nothing was, holy about it. Yeah, there was three. There was it was between me and two other girls, and so we would switch off. You know, like wait a second, so, you just got you and three other ladies had to do it. Yeah, no dudes, man. What's Where up were the dudes? What? That is discrimination <laughs> right off right. the bat. Right there. I'm, yeah. That is that is discrimination right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah, and I had a I had a girl, um, well my friend uh Jenny Jacobson, she was a, I don't know if I should be saying names, but she she was a Oh, she was a mechanic. Sailed. You already threw them out there, yeah. so now. <laughs> she, and then there was a little uh, short girl. She was really cute, Mexican girl from El Paso. Her name was Marty Briones. And um, and then me and oh Tiffany Marlin and and then me. So that's three. 
And um, so we, you know, we had to take turns doing that when we weren't doing other stuff in the middle of the night they would only wake me up if somebody ran over some wires or, or if somebody had problems with the radio. But once we, you know, uh, but a funny story is Tiffany, she would be out there stirring, you know, trying to look cute. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, it was hilarious. She was like, stirring shit. She was like, she was like, Teresa, she was like, when when you get done, she was like, um, she goes, do you want to come on over to my tent? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, my grandma sent me some Estee Lauder stuff. And she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a facial. I was like, are you out of your (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we don't even have any work. We don't even have anywhere to wash up. What are you talking about? You know, but um, but no, the the when the ground war started, uh, I just remember my friend Jenny, she went into some town. And I don't, cause I was out in the desert the whole time. Like I didn't have, I didn't go stop in any towns or you know go to the mall or whatever the heck they got over there, and um, um, you know I was just out in the desert and um. But the it was a long convoy. I just remember when the when the ground war started, and we spent the night over uh, these. I'm sorry if I'm not looking directly at y'all. You're fine. You're I, fine. You're, I always you're fine. do that. You're doing good. I look away. Yeah, and um, we spent the night over these. Um, there was like these berms. I don't know what's called them, but you couldn't see on the other side. And of course, all the guys were trying to scare all the girls. They're like, okay, uh, tomorrow, or they're like, we're going to spend the night over here, but tomorrow be ready because, you know, we're going to cross these berms and uh, the the Iraqi Republican Guard's going to be waiting for us. And I was like, okay. And then um, (laughs) this one guy was like, okay, Teresa, I'll drive. And he goes, you're going to be shooting. And I was like, no, you're going to shoot. I'll drive. You know, <laughs> and uh, and then um, I was like, because if I try to shoot, we're going to be in trouble. But um, um, he he was in Vietnam, I think, uh, prior or, or he I, th- he I think he said he was. I can't remember. But um, anyways, um, but prior to that, my friend or no, we so we spent the night um, and then. But you could hear the tanks up ahead from our armored unit, you know, blowing shit up. And um, and I was just, I remember thinking, I was like, okay, I hope we're winning. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, and then uh, so we had to stay in their tracks because they said that there was, you know, supposedly landmines out there. But oh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if they're really were or not, you know. Um, cause I never saw anybody, you know, get blown up by one or, you know, everybody stayed on, on course or whatever, but, um, you know, they told us don't deviate from your convoy or whatever. So, um, so we, so we spent the night behind the berm and then we could hear the tanks fighting and then we, oh yeah, we have fuel guys and girls that were taking them fuel and they got caught in some crossfire and um 
but then we so the next day we drove over the berm and it was it was creepy i mean it was like the we saw like the blown up tanks you know those t-72 whatever the russian tanks they had and i remember seeing this one guy's face and it was charred black like but you could see his teeth and it like he had he was smiling <laughs> you know um and then my friend took a whole bunch of pictures there was like arms and legs and freaking you know body parts everywhere and i was just like what the heck and then um but we we they our instructions were to stay you know wherever the tanks went that's where you know we went and so um because we had the medics and we had the supplies and so I did supplies too when I wasn't working on radios and uh yeah that was gruesome and seeing and then they said you know I I had no idea you know the depleted uranium on these uh tanks and um all that stuff but once we crossed that berm it, it was you know it it was nasty and wasn't very pleasant, was it? No. no. Berm was, was only, they made a big deal out of the berm. The berm was, well, maybe it varied across the desert, but the ones yeah. I said, four or five foot high, maybe. It wasn't yeah, a big it was a, Yeah, it was like three little lumps. I mean, yeah. I mean, but you yeah. couldn't see, you couldn't see over it, but I just remember all the guys trying to scare the girls. They're like, okay, when we cross over tomorrow, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And then, but, you know, the poor Iraqi Republican Guard, I mean, a lot of them, you know, were trying to surrender. Oh, yeah. Hundreds, and, by the hundreds. Yeah. yeah. And so, because they were like, Saddam supposedly just left them in a foxhole with a couple of cigarettes and, a, you know. <laughs> all, all they wanted was food and water. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, so the tank battle, you know, it was short. Uh, I mean considering they all i mean the ones that wanted to fight i guess fought but most of a lot of them you know surrendered or whatever but i just remember her taking these pictures and and then i was like i already saw it in person like i don't you know need to see any pictures you know and um <clears throat> but i'll just never forget that one guy he his whole face was charred black and but you could see his teeth were still intact it was weird and I don't know how that happened, but um And he was smiling. Yeah, it looked like he was smiling. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. yeah, that's what it looked like. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't, but that's what it looked like. And um and then um after that, um, you know, we uh, you know, after and then I remember they called a ceasefire, like not too long after that and um excuse me and then i just i remember still staying oh i went back to iraq i mean i went i had to go with the sergeant um i was already in iraq and i had to go back to saudi arabia to get some supplies and while we were there we were in our vehicle and he was driving i was a passenger and of course, everybody was in that mop suit crap forever. And um, uh, I just remember 
like hearing like a sonic boom like I didn't know if it was a jet crashing or a bomb or what I didn't know what the you know but I saw everybody running and we were in the vehicles and everybody was running and putting on their gas masks you know and I remember he put on his first of course and then I was I got nervous and I was trying to put mine on and I was started panicking and I was like, hey man, is I can still feel air coming through my, you know, the side of my mask. And I was like, is it secure? You know, and he was like, Yeah, you're fine, you know, and he, you know, tightened it and whatever. So we sat there until they gave the all clear or whatever. But I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it was a Scud missile or something, but I know the Israelis, you know, they had their awesome Patriot missiles. Um, or I don't know, was that you guys or was that Israel? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know what was craziest is, did y'all have a chemical alarm? Oh my gosh, all the time. How? And they were telling us, it's a false alarm. Yes, yeah. yes. Even hey, Navy was the same way. It's a false yeah. alarm. 35 years yeah. later, I'm like, Okay, uh -huh. my feet are killing me. I got brain fog. Really good false alarm there, buddy. Yeah. Well, I'm like, Teresa, you, you just took me down memory lane that was pretty damn, I mean, <laughs> you were there, you were spot on. And as you're talking, I'm like, yeah, that's just like I'm seeing it in your, I mean, I'm seeing the same thing you're seeing. And I'm like, it's, 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 it, we laugh now because if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. Right. And it's right. like, it's like son of a bitch, you know. It's it's there's not there's nothing pleasant about it, and uh, like I said, I, I'm glad that you're, you know. I know it's been an, an emotional conversation here, but we we appreciate you coming on and and uh, you know it's yeah. never it's it's never tough to or it's never tough it's never easy to talk about difficult things that we saw because you know it's it's war it's not pleasant so. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, b before we click off, I, I just want to say one thing. See, I did all the talking. I'm sorry. No, no, that's oh, exactly God. how it's supposed to. That's a, hey, and, and here you were all nervous beforehand and everything. I don't want anybody to be nervous on my program. I want you to say whatever is on your mind. That is the key right. thing. But I, I do... Before we go, I do want to give out a few numbers here that I would love for everybody, you, you know, to understand. i got to bring them back up again and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to read out okay. the VA number. I want everybody right. to uh, understand. If you're looking to do your benefits, call the 1-800-827-1000. If you're not enrolled with the VA, get your ass enrolled in the VA. Yeah, don't be, don't be. Don't put it um, off. The yeah, like, don't feel, because at first, my dad was in Vietnam, and he was like, Teresa, you know, when I, before he died, he was like, Teresa, you know, you sh you should you know, go to the VA and, uh, you know, get a service officer, you know, and I was like, yeah, right, dad. I said, I wasn't, I said, I wasn't wounded like you were, you were, you were shot and you got shrapnel. He goes, right. no, but it, it, he said it was a different kind of war, you know, and it, it, you know, th that was different because, you know, my dad could see his enemy, but you know, we couldn't like all the time. <laughs>
Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I mean, my uncles were the same way. I mean, mm -hmm. they, 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 they both got cancer, and I think it was due to the fact of it was a nightmare. And then, and then I found out that a friend of mine that they were at Camp Lejeune. And oh her, yeah, and, I see those commercials all the time. Right, and, and so back then they they were exposed to the drinking water and everything else. The other mm. number I want to give out for everybody. If you go to va.gov, you can press 988 and then press 1 for the crisis line. Right. But, uh, and I know a lot of us are suffering out there, but we're a community of a family, and we, we need to be. I will always lend an ear, and so will John. Everybody will lend an ear if you need to talk. If, if you don't have a computer or smartphone, call 1-800-273-8255 and then press 1. I wanted to give the numbers out because I know people are struggling with what's going on. And I, I think it's very important for each and every one of us Desert Storm veterans to take care of all veterans. E even, right. even, if, even if they weren't in Desert Storm, we need to take care of all veterans. And then, yeah, and I want to give a shout out to Sarah Boyd. <laughs> yes. Um, she's an awesome warrior. And, um, and uh, you know, she, she asked me tonight. She's like, are you going to be on? So I was like, yep. And so I just, you know, she's doing a lot for veterans and right. herself. And, and with everything you know, she's gone through. And, right. And, and, you know, and that's what I love about our roundtable. Having mm -hmm. Sarah and Wade on there, which will be on next week. But one of the things I would like for everybody to do that's listening to this program. Waving at my husband. Yep. yep. Tell him, hey, I'm on <laughs> live. He was a combat medic, too. <laughs> it's a trick. I I'm want, <laughs> I want yeah. each and every veteran out there, if you know a Korean veteran, if you know a Vietnam veteran and they do not know about their benefits and, re, you, you know, for going into assistant living or, or home care, help them by calling what? Tell them to just give this number, 1-800-827-1000. Get the process for them. I'm dealing with a lot of them veterans that have no idea. And, and, right. and, and I mean, this is Veterans co Connected. I want to keep the show going with just Desert Storm veterans on the podcast and, and other veterans go for re re related because I think our story needs to be told. I think we yeah. need, this needs to be not only educational, but a history lesson that we got screwed. Yeah, because I got I'm not going to say his name and I hope he doesn't mind, but there's a gentleman, he's a friend of mine. I mean, I've never had in-depth conversations with him, but he's a brother in arms and he's a, you know, he's a native American and he is an officer. He served his country, you know, in the military and, you know, as a civilian and he has, you know, stage four cancer. And the guy gets up every morning at three o'clock in the morning and goes and works out. He goes to his job and all he's asking you know, he's not asking for a handout. He's asking for a hand up. And Amen. the VA is 
you know, just giving him, you know, it's just ridiculous. He's been fighting for so long and he's trying to retire. And I mean, but he's, he's a, he's a warrior and I would, you know, I'd like to say his name, but he, you know, might not like that, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I told him, you know, I said, I'll write you a buddy statement. I mean, we were in the first armor together, but he was, he was, he was a, he was actually something to do with the tanks. I can't remember what he told me, but, um, but yeah, he's, you know, he's been fighting and I was like, I'll write you a, a buddy statement. I don't care, you know? And, um, but yeah, say some prayers for him. Cause he, he, he's, you know, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's a fighter and, 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 I, and it's from all those exposures, you know, he, and so, yeah, people, like I said, people think the Gulf War, ah, you know, it was just, you know, it was a short little, no, like time doesn't have anything to do with it. It's, it was like, like I said, it was an environmental, biological, chemical, freaking, you know, nightmare, nightmare, which is, you know, which is worse than when you can't even see your own enemy. I'd rather have somebody trying to shoot at me that I can see, you know, versus, um, you know, being given so much crap that that'll kill you, you know, eventually. Right. And and and, and, and I, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, they signed her death warrant. I did a video I had with a lady from a news from a news source, and mm -hmm. and I told her that, and I mean she stopped right there. She was shocked. It's just the truth. I wish she I wish she would have put that part of the video in there. It went right. I said they signed her death warrant. And she's right. keeping up with us. She is going, you know, she was did an amazing story. I think I sent it to you, John. I don't know. But I'll, I'll send it to you, uh, yeah. Teresa. And I'll post it on the okay. Go4 so, hey, side effect page. Hey Teresa, when we're when we're done here, don't don't mm -hmm. leave us right away. Hang tight after after we're off air and we can talk just a minute, okay? But I want okay. to, I, I do want to thank you, Teresa, for coming on. And John, thank, thank you guys you. for having me on. And uh, you did great. You, you did wonderful. Oh, thank you. And for, okay. and for everybody who is listening, thank you for listening to the program. I want everybody to have a great night and God bless each and every one of y'all. Yes, you and, too. And thank you for your service. Thanks, thank everyone. you, Teresa. Okay. Teresa. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Go For Side Effects. If you have any stories you would like to share or just have any comments or questions, please email me at kevinsimon at goforsideeffects.com. Just to let all of our listeners know, we have opened an online store. All proceeds will go to helping veterans connect. The link will be in the description below.